0: This episode is dedicated to Creighton's house and the team at Wake Up Carolina um, in dedication to Creighton Shipman and his family, to all the kids and young adults over there that's fighting for your recovery. We send our love and our encouragement to you. Shout out to Nancy and Nate, thank you for your hard work. Um, I'm pop Buchanan. I'm the host of the soberest dope podcast and i'm part of your team I want you guys to know You have all my resources and love. I'm so proud of you guys You're way more courageous than me Um, you guys are taking steps at a young age to really fight for your life And I love you And i'm not gonna stop until the whole world knows of your story the story of creighton and um your God's sacrifices. Thank you for spreading love, awareness, recovery, and God bless you all. Why sober is dope? Why not? Why not? Why not be great? Why not set an example? You sober, curious, come on board. If you're struggling, don't be afraid. Fear's not an option. We want transformation, we want people to live. If you're sober-minded, then you're clear-headed. You're closer to the source, you're closer to the all, you're closer to a higher vibration. Why is sober is dope? Because sobriety is life. There's no fear, there's no anxiety, there's no depression. There's no running from your problems, it's facing your fears. Facing everything, no doubt no going backwards it's upward mobility we moving forward let's time the man up okay it's time the man up why sober is dope because sobriety is it's the original panacea you want to be healthy you want to become a millionaire you want to live your best life and sometimes we have to make sacrifices everyone could talk a good game but not many of us is willing to make a sacrifice if you're struggling out there, don't be afraid. If you if you drugged out, there's hope. If you can't put that bottle down for some reason, it's hope. Why sober is dope? Because it is. It's life, and we promote life. We promote transformation and new beginnings. Yeah, let's get it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sober is Dope podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan, and I'm very excited to bring more love and recovery to you guys today. The whole purpose of this podcast is to bring an enormous amount of resources to the recovery community because we are fighting every day to survive. And my job is to share my story and to make sure you guys have all the tools that you need To make it and to thrive and to survive and to blow up So what we want is not only for us to thrive in our recovery I want you guys to be successful I want you guys to fulfill your dreams in an unimaginable way I want you to supersede all of your thoughts, dreams, and imaginations I want you to blow up in a big way I'm from New York that's an old school way of saying I want you guys to be very successful okay so the purpose of this podcast is to share as many resources and as much love as possible today is a very short episode but it's an important one what I want to talk about today is something that Tony Robbins um, calls the Highway to Happiness. And um, this episode uh, will feature a clip from Tony Robbins and a conversation he's having with Oprah Winfrey, right? And Tony Robbins is one of the world's most prominent and um, successful motivational coaches and motivational speakers. When you think of motivational speaker, the first thing that comes to most of our minds um, is um, Eric I mean Eric well I said Eric Thomas Eric Thomas is another major motivational speaker but also Tony Robbins so you know shout out to Eric Thomas we love you um, ET the hip-hop preacher is a big part of our life and our podcast and our motivational movement um, but Tony Robbins talks about the highway of happiness and why this is important for me it's like you know When I wake up every day and I, you know, you start a new day and, you know, some days may be better than others. Some days we wake up and we don't know what's, you know, we don't, we're not sure if we're doing the right thing. We're not too proud of ourselves. We feel discouraged. Maybe we'll turn on social media and see someone else doing it. Um, You know, we probably feel like because of our addiction, we lost so much time or, you know, we hurt ourselves in a way or we don't have that competitive advantage because we lost momentum for our addiction. And we kind of feel discouraged. I mean, and then we get sad and depressed and we start to feel fear and then, you know, we start to doubt ourselves. And I think that's the part of it that really gets me is that doubt you know, when you're really not really feeling too good and you, you know, you don't feel too hot And you're like, you know what It's easier sometimes To, in these moments To kind of like think about Using again, or drinking Or maybe you start playing with These thoughts of um, Addiction, or you start Thinking about slippery Places, or maybe let me just Go back to the old spot, let me just Go back to my old behavior But what i do in these cases is i start to remember where i started and i and how far i've come and then i start thinking about all the things in my life that i have gratitude for and i know that's a word people like to throw around but for real like really think about your life and the simple things like sometimes i'm gonna I'm put it in the real perspective think about this you get up you go outside You feel the wind, you see the sun, and you take a breath of fresh air. Now think about the millions of kids and people who died because of their addiction. And think about how much they will want their life back and how much they'll want to something to as simple as having a milkshake, hugging their parents one last time, playing a video game, just going to a movie. How many people wish they had a reset button after they died where they could just go back to a simple time where it's like, all I really would like to do is go back to class or maybe just go back to that day when I was on the court throwing the ball around before things got dark. But now they lost their life. They don't have that opportunity, but we do. And that's a simple point of gratitude. That's a simple point of reflection. You know, there's many times where I found myself in a situation that was so ugly and dark. And I say to myself, or I said to myself, damn, I just wish I could be back at my place, cooking some food, watching a movie with my girl. I just remember a time where I took life for granted and the simple things now seem like the most unattainable things And that's when I thought I was going to die in my addiction. I didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, how important the simple things, you know, I I, I just kind of lost track. And when it got really bad, I remember like, damn, life was cool just a little bit ago. And then I think about people that I know that passed away because of their addiction, maybe getting into drugs, the streets and things like that and died at a very young age. And I'm like, man, when they took their last breath, you know, there's a possibility they had a simple thought. I just wish I could go back to more of a simple time. I wish I just could go home. I wish I could just be in my bed. I wish it all could just be normal. But no, we're taking that last breath. So sometimes we have to take life... Um, We have to look at life with immense gratitude. And that's one of the things that I love about what Tony Robbins was saying about the highway to happiness. All right. Taking some time out of your day, maybe in the morning to take that breath. Go outside, breathe, take a little walk. Just think about, damn, you know, today's a brand new day. And although things may not be perfect, I may not have the job that I want. I may not have the place that I want to be at. I may not be in school right now. I may be like have to deal with this court situation or I might have to go to rehab today and I might have to do this and I'm going to have to see my ex doing they thing on the internet. I'm going to have to worry about this. You can't stress none of that because your story is still being written. You know, when I was, I'm still a young guy. You know, when I was younger, I used to always look at life as if it was like this impending doom or, you know, everything had to be right now. And I never really understood that my story is constantly being written. And wherever I'm at at the moment is not my final story right so don't stress the things that's not going your way look to the things that can could go right and look to the, your full potential and that possibility that's why I said I pray for you guys for unimaginable success i'm talking about you might be thinking like i just want a new place right and i just want to get to school and i'm thinking for you pull a surprise um i'm thinking for you Olympic gold medal, I'm thinking for you, next president of the United States, CEO of the next Fortune 500, next actor, next big artist, next big thing. And right now in your life, you're thinking... I just wish I could get my stuff together So I could get my GED Or maybe I just want to get this But your destiny is huge, man And you guys are all the future I don't care where you're at in your recovery I don't care who I'm speaking to You're all the future Right? So it's important to take The basic fundamental things that we have now And hold on to them And have gratitude for them because if you're not thankful with something as simple as waking up to live another day and breathe a breath of fresh air, then how's the universe going to give you anything past that point? Right. If we're going to sit here and complain and be angry and upset about what life has done to us or what we inflicted on ourselves and not take accountability, then how are we going to get to the next step? And you know how I get there? I think about my friends who are who didn't make it. I think about my friends who's not here. And I'm like, they don't even have a shot at a second chance. But I do, and I'm gonna run with that and I'm gonna take it all the way to the bank and I'm gonna thank God for giving me my life because every day we wake up is not guaranteed. You know, Uh, I mean, right now we're really hurt because of what happened to Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and the other seven passengers on that helicopter. Now look at that, life is not guaranteed So that's our gratitude point If we're breathing and we're If you're listening to this Then you live to fight another day And you're alive And yo, we're gonna have unimaginable fun in life We're gonna break through all the glass ceilings We're gonna have unlimited success And we're gonna do our things So ladies and gentlemen I just wanna share this short clip of Tony Robbins talk about the importance of a morning ritual but it's simple things that he say that I think are the fundamental building blocks of our success in recovery our success in business and our success in life and simple things like having gratitude taking that deep breath you know Transforming fears of um emotional emotions like fear and anger and taking that and replacing them with gratitude. Um he says something that I would never forget in my life. You can't be angry and have gratitude at the simultaneously. You can't have them at the same time. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for our recovery. I'm thankful for every one of you guys who's fighting right now. I mean, some of you some of you could be sitting here thinking like, you know, you could be so new into your recovery that a lot of this may sound like psycho babble, but trust me, I was there with you and I remember I remember the first day I was at Alcoholic Anonymous. I was y I was much younger and I was so just tired, man. I was I was happy to be finding my recovery, but I was tired. It was like week one. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm drinking this coffee. I'm trying to figure out this recovery thing. And this older gentleman tells me, hey, young man, you're new here. And I'm like, yeah, I'm new. I'm new. I'm new, man. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, uh, what does this guy want, man? And he goes, um, how much time you got in, young man? And I go, um, been like one week. I think one week. This is week one, you know, or week two, something like that. And he said, young man, I'm going to tell you something. It's paradise on the other side. I'm telling you, you hear me? It's paradise on the other side. And I had an attitude because I'm a little younger, knuckles, you know, New York City. I'm in Brooklyn. I'm on my like defensive stuff, you know, and I'm like, all right, man, whatever. Paradise on the other side. This guy talking or whatever. Nobody want to hear all that. Just hurry. Let's get this meeting started so I could go. So I had a little attitude, right? But deep down, but behind that attitude is just what I didn't understand what he was saying at the time. So I kept thinking about it subconsciously. I'm like paradise on the other side, paradise on the other side. I I can't imagine paradise being on the other side, but I'm going to keep thinking about it and day in and day out. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? every single day after that, I started noticing that God kept giving me something new. Every day I stayed committed to my recovery. It was something, it was something small or something big. It'll be like I wake up and it'll be like a family member send me five hundred dollars to a Western Union and say, Yo, I'm proud of your recovery. Go buy yourself some new clothes. Then the next day I wake up and somebody say, Here's this book. I read this. I want you to read it. The next day I wake up, hey, your girl is at the front desk. She came down to visit you. The next day I wake up and it never stopped. It was little things though. It was like I would meet a new friend. I would learn something new. I would have a new idea. I will write a new poem. I'll write a new rap. A friend will reach out to me. Someone I will bump into. I will make amends with a person. I'll have fun at this meeting. So fast forward seven years later into my recovery, I'm riding this wave of gratitude for my recovery. And that old guy was right. There is paradise on the other side of choosing yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Sober Dope Podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan. I love you all with all my heart. Keep fighting, and I'll catch you on the other side.
1: I teach people that daily you have to prime yourself. You have to do something for 10 minutes minimum if you don't have 10 minutes you don't have a life I prime myself that's what I've done for years it's like I change my body to this radical breathing pattern or movement there's yeah. many ways to do it but then I do it through 10 minutes and I do it, it usually goes more because I'm enjoying it yeah but 10 minutes is how I get myself to do it three and a half minutes of pure gratitude about three things and I pick one of those three to be simple because I don't want to be the astronaut that you know he went to the moon that was his idea of adventure and then they all come back and were depressed because what do I do for the rest of my life So the wind in my face, you know, my children's faces, um, anything. And the reason for gratitude is the two emotions that mess us up the most are fear and anger. And you can't be grateful and fearful simultaneously. They don't go together. And you can't be angry and grateful simultaneously. So if you literally start your day cultivating that, this part is talking about creating a highway to happiness. Yeah. And then I do three minutes of... My three to thrive. What are three outcomes or results I'm really committed to, and I see them as done and fulfilled? And in um, ten for minutes for that day, I, I usually look at something at six months to twelve months out, wow. something that's a little bigger, and then what I feel is fulfilled and done, and I get thanks for it. And you're at the end of those ten minutes, and usually it's 15 or 18 for me. I am so wired now. I've done that for years. It's been the base of me. What's different with suffering is measuring it moment to moment. Over. And then the third one for me is, okay, how do I love more? Because love to me is an action. It's not a word. It's not an emotion. It's like, if you love, you act accordingly. So love, and what can I do in a loving way? And what can I be grateful for? And that little three-step process ends the suffering.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that's very powerful listening to Tony Robbins talk to Oprah Winfrey. How about that? Right. But the fact that he was talking about and the ending of suffering, uh, he went from the highway of happiness, having 10, giving yourself 10 minutes a day. Right. He said, if you don't give yourself 10 minutes, you don't have a life. So devoting ourselves to 10 minutes to reflect on our gratitude, to practice our breathing, maybe to exercise, maybe to write in our journal, maybe to pray, right? Then thinking about the simple things in life that we could use as gratitude, right? So we don't burn out ourselves. Like we want to maintain that. Like I'm happy to have food. I'm happy for me, it was very simple. Right now, I'm happy to be able to speak to you guys. I'm happy to still be in my recovery, and I'm happy that my family's still alive and I'm still alive, right? That's my gratitude point. I'm so happy for my life because there was a point where I wanted to die. There's a point where I didn't want to die and was going to die because of my addiction. And there was a point where I didn't believe that I could no longer live, right? And now I'm alive today and stronger than ever because I chose my recovery, the next part of this episode is I want to close it out with a song. This is the first song I made in my recovery. And the reason why I want to share it with you guys, ladies and gentlemen, um, and any of the kids who's listening from Creighton's house, All right, if you're in the CH club and y'all guys are doing y'all thing, I want y'all to feel me on this and listen closely. When I chose my recovery, the next step was to take back everything I lost. And one of the things that I lost in my addiction was my ability to create music again, right? And I was pissed at that. I was no longer writing poetry, and I love writing poetry. I was no longer writing, and I love writing. And I was no longer rapping because I like rapping. I like lyrics and poetry and stuff like that. So one of the things that recovery will give you back and it will add to this is your ability to create. And it's very important to create, have something in your life because how you deal with mental health and how you deal with recovery is you 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 choose your recovery every day. You follow the steps in whatever program you're in. You have to believe in yourself. You have to start every day over with a new form of belief. You have to take it one day at a time. And you guys may hear all of this. But one of the most important things that you sometimes don't learn, that you have to learn for yourself, and I'm trying to put you guys on, is you have to have something that keeps you or motivates you daily. Something that gets you out to bed every day, you know? And for me, it's like, I want to make a podcast today. That keeps me going. Today, I want to make a song. Tomorrow, I want to write a book. I want to start a new business. I want to start my clothing line. I don't care if you're 10 years old, you're 13 years old, you're 16 year old, you're 18, you're 19, you're 30, you're 40, you're 50, you're 60. It does not matter. Something inside of you, some form of expression wants to come out. There's something in you that you can share with the world. Right. So what was important for me was when I wrote my first rap. Right. Out of as a sober guy now. Right. I changed, uh, you know but I, I, I said, I'm taking back my power. I want to make this song. And then I wrote a song about how much I needed alcohol. But in reality, I needed God more. And when I reached out to God, he gave me the gift of sobriety back, right? So this is my first rap and I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, And Any of you guys um, from Creighton's house in Wake Up Carolina, you reach out to me. I will email you a personal copy of this song. I will email you an mp3 and I will give you the link to the video just for you guys. So you can bump in your music and stuff like that. All right. I love you. This song is called I Need You and it's produced by Nudgy Nudge. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan, also a lyricist. I hope you find value in this and enjoy it. I love you all. Good luck. And we'll talk soon.
1: Wait for whatever is upon us Wait for whatever will be wrong I can't
0: go with it alone Need you, need you right now I need you like I need a God Memories of an alcoholic conceived in scars No remedy to explain this psyche barred Beyond jail, every cell was not need of bars God forgive me, please Memories of needing weed I was used to psychedelics Had me seeing threes I was used to Christian brothers Had no quiet near No brandy eventually Was my final fear Past the bogey pop After death I missed my pops Cried the ocean Held my breath Had no need to stop But devotion gave me second chances needed God. Sounds romantic on a land of gab. I found my God. Jesus Christ is real. Addiction is an affliction curse. One description seemed depicted in emotion motion hearse. Walking dead. Unconscious when conviction hurts. A crucifixion of the human birth consumed in dirt. God help us all. Recovery with addiction first. The decision falls. Hope my benediction works. On my knees before I crawled. Asked God for help. And after all what I saw was a God of wealth. Not cash of gold. Forgiveness for a lonely soul. Not forgotten in the homeless cold or home alone. Whether crack pipe or whiskey gin, addiction spins around with go sick within. Such a vicious gin, such a vicious cycle. But there is hope when the love is there. God mercy for the boy, help the man appear. But there is hope when the love is there. God mercy for the boy, help the man appear. Now I'm sober.